Good morning. For we're on Chavchet on the base. We're in the stories about. Um, we just saw yesterday the story with with uh, Rabbi Yezer when Talmidim came into Rabbi Yezer to get uh, key advice on how to live their lives to become Bnei Olam Abu. We're going to see a similar story now with uh, Rabbi Rabbi Yechonon Zakai. It's about halfway down the page. Uchesheholah Rabbi Yechonon and Zakai. Chavchet on the base. When Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakkai, when he became ill, Nechnesu Talmido Levakere. His Talmidim came in to visit him. Kim and Sherah when he saw them, his chilet livkeit, he began to cry. In other words, it seems he began to cry only when he saw them, to make an impact on them, to give them some sort of uh, very sharp message. Omri Le Talmido, his Talmidim said to him, Nei Yisrael, light of Yisrael, Amut HaYemini, the right-hand pillar, Patish HaChozok, the strong hammer, Nipnei Ma'asa Becher, why are you crying? What's making you cry? The Gon says, Amut HaYemini, is Peshat, if you think about it, on Simchas Torah, on Simchas Torah, when we finish the Torah, where is all of the Torah? It's on the... It's on the right hand, uh, the right hand, uh, one of the Eitzachayim. Eight, eight Correct? All, all the parchment has been rolled onto the right hand. And that's what they're saying. Amudayimini, you've got everything there. You've finished the Torah, you've got everything. But besides that, he says as well, he says, you could say that what they're saying here is that we are talking about somebody who's got the three pillars, which we talked about yesterday, the three pillars on which the world stands, in other words, you've got what it takes to be a Ben Eidam What are you worried about? How do we get that? Ne Yisrael, Ne is Torah, the Menorah is Torah. Amuta Yemini, the right hand side, is always Chesed. Tatish Echozot, his idea of Kavura is Din. That represents, as we said, Din. So you've got here Torah, Avedah, or Torah, Chesed, and Avedah. They said you've got it all. One point says the world gone, you'll see the only one which is called the Omud, the only one of those three which is called the pillar, is which one? Amutayimini is which one? Which one of the three pillars on which the world stands? Amutayimini. Yimin is Chesed. Yimin is always Chesed. Doesn't call Ne'i Yisrael, doesn't call the Ne'er of Torah, doesn't call that a pillar. Doesn't call the Patashat Chozok, the Din, the, the, the pillar. And that's the idea of Avedo. And the, the, um, the, the idea is, in that, he says, and this is something the Ron Lagan says in more than one place, is because in Goddess we've lost two of the pillars. We've lost the pillar of Torah, and we've lost the pillar of Avedo. Hence, after Shemena Esri, we say, The one thing which we do have, the one pillar which we still do have, and in many ways, I think the, the, uh, the Chassam Sefer says, is the main pillar is Gemilas Chasodim. Gemilas Chasodim is the Amud Hayimini. It's the one thing which, the one pillar which we still have, Shtak, we still have this, that, that strong pillar. So Al-Kaponim, said to him, why are you crying? Omar O'Hemsi said to them, If they were taking me in front of a king of flesh and blood, Shehayom Khan, that today he's here, tomorrow he'll be in the He'll be in the grave. In other words, he's finite. Shim Kreis, I like that if he gets angry with me, in Kaasa Kaasa His anger is not an everlasting anger. He'll fade with time, he'll pass. Vimo Saranian, if he locks me up, if he ties me up, in Isura Isura He ties me up in fetters. It's not forever. Vim Mimisanian, if he kills me, no, Amy He won't be kidding me forever. It's And more than that, I can appease him with words. Will and to bribe him, bribe him with, with, with money. And Alfal Pikain, even so, I would cry. I would be crying. I'd be, in, be so scared. Now that they're taking me, in front of the Rebbeinah Shalaylah. Sheilchai v'kayom lo'elam v'lo'elamei He's alive, he's there forever. He has always been and he will always be. 
Shem Kaysalai, if he gets angry with me, Kato Kato then anger will last forever. The Gon says, I think it's in Mishli, he says, he says, we have to realize that a person after, after Misa can undergo three dinim. There's what's called Kafa Kela. Rahman is the idea of being put in a, a sling, it's sort of mean a sling as we think of it, and being cast from one end of the world to the other. The, the pain to the Neshama is unbelievable. And there's Gehinnam and there's, and there's, and there's Misa. The cast, he says, that refers to Gehenna. He says with the Rabbinish laid on this Gehenna. His cast is cast Eilom. Vimoisarani Isuro Isuro If he ties me up, that's talking about the Kafakela. He puts me in the Kafakela, Rachaman al Islam. That's Isuro Isuro It's everlasting. Vimimimisani. And if he wants to kill me, Misosa Misasa he can choose to kill me forever. The Eniyaka the Paisa Bidvarim, I can't appease him with words. He says that, that means with Torah. Torah is in this world. You can't make it up in the next world. The Eniyaka the Paisa Bidvarim. Below Shachta Bamonic. I can't bribe him with money. What money do you think we're talking about? Zoka, exactly. Chesed. In this world, these are the two things you can cover off or bribe the Rebbeinah Shalom. The Gemara says in, in, uh, in Sanhedrin, in the times of Moshiach, what can, I do, what can a person do to gain, gain protection? But after this world, it's all over. This is the time we can do it. Not there. Not only that, he says. There, there, is, there are in front of me two paths. One straight to Ganeidan, the Achashel Gehenim, and one of them goes past Gehenim. The Eniyo Deal Beizam Olichem Oti. I don't know which one they're going to take me along. In other words, of course, the Mefarshim say, "I know I'm going to Ganeidan." Rabbi Yechon and Zakeh wasn't trying to fool them. He knew who he was, but he says there's two paths to, to Ganeidan. There's one which is direct, and there's one which goes past Gehenim. The idea is they take them past Gehenim, and they can take out some forlorn Neshamis there. It says the Alshech HaKadosh, what they're worried about, what he was worried about, the Alshech says, listen to him. Once a person is passing Gehenim, who knows? They may, it may arouse a din, they may decide to look at my ledger, look what could happen to me. I don't want to go past there. That's what I'm scared about. I know I'm going to Ghanedin, but I don't want, I don't want to have to take the path of, of Gehenim. And having said all of this, you think I shouldn't cry? So Omrulos, they said to him, the Talmudim said to him, Rabbeinu bless us. Rabbeinu Barcheinu, our, 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 our teacher bless us. Omar Lohem, he said to them, Yirotu may be the will of Hashem, Sheitei Moira Shomayim Aleichem, that the fear of heaven should be upon you, Kemoira Vosavadom, like the fear of a king of flesh and blood. So Omrulos, the Talmudim said to him, Adkan, that's how far, that's where it stops. Omar al said to them, Valavai, Halavai, you'd have at least that sort of fear. Halavai, you'd fear Hashem like you'd fear a king of flesh and blood. He says, Pedro, I'll prove it to you. Kishodom over Avera, when a person's doing an Avera. Omer, he says, Shalayirani Odom. He says, I've got to make sure no one sees me. I think, I think the God says, He says, before a person does an Avera 100%, Yirat Hashem can help. But once a person is involved in the Avera, highly unlikely Yeras Hashem is going to stop him. Yeras Tosh of Adom is what's going to stop him. If he's afraid that maybe something's going to walk in at that moment, that sort of fear is going to stop him. Because it's real, it's tangible, it's something which he can really um, sort of define. It's something which he can really um, see, that sort of fear. And again, I think the, the, the God says, I think he gives a marshal to try and bring out the idea. What, what was Rabbi Yechonah Mezakeh trying to achieve here? What was he trying to achieve? The God, I think, I think he gives a marshal which, which, which goes something like this. He says, there was a king who had lots of um, fattened animals. I mean, nicely fattened up. And the doctor said to him, his, his, uh, his royal physician says, it's not good for you. These are not healthy. 
So now he chucked his house into the street, he said, if they're not healthy, get rid of them. He's looking out the window and he sees some officer walking past, finds all this, this is, this is gold dust there. And he takes it. And the king, he sort of remarks, he says, never. This guy, it's not healthy for him. So the, uh, so the doctor says to him, don't worry, he's not going to eat it straight away. He doesn't, he's not used to this sort of thing. To him, this is Mamash, this is just a once-off. He's going to keep it for a yomtov. For him, it, it, it's something rare. So the little Nagan is the same sort of thing over here. Rabbi Yechonam in Zakai, as he was preparing to take his last journey from this world, he was trying to get rid, throw out of the palace, throw out of his, uh, out of his home, Yerach, boss of a dog. It's not healthy for a human being. He wanted Yerach Hashem. And that's what he was expressing here. But for the Talmudim, Halabai did get even Yerach, Yerach uh, Hashem. He was trying to give over that Yerach, sorry, that Yerach boss of a dog. That feeling of Yerach boss of a dog, which he says, for me is no good. I'm on, I've reached that Madrigo, it's no good for me. He threw it out into the, into the, into the, uh, the street, so to speak, for them, for them to be able to take. At least take that, and you've got something, something in hand. That's what he's part, trying to pass over to them. And that's why he began to cry when they, walk, they, when they walked in. It wasn't he was really, I think the Mephosh would say, he wasn't really afraid for himself. He knew full well where he was going. But he began to, gr- to cry to try and give them this message. You have to be afraid. I think they, 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 they I think it's, I'm not sure I came with it, it's Rabbi Shor, so I don't remember who it was, they were once dancing on, on some Chaserah. And all of a sudden they stopped. He stopped dancing. And he said to him, why have we stopped dancing? I can't remember who it was, I think it may have been him, but I can't remember who it was. And he said, he said, uh, he said, because, you know, we're dancing with the Torah. Do we really love the Torah? Do we learn it as much as we should? So he said, Rebbe, what do you mean? Of course you do. So he thought, he said, you're right. But do you? He says, I may well learn it as I should, but do you? And they all sort of pondered what he said, and then he said, now, let, now let's dance again. In other words, he, was, he stopped it, not for himself. It's for them. And that's the same sort of thing over here with, with Rabbi Yechonam and Zakai. The shouts to Tirasa as he was about to die. Omar Nohem, he said to them, Hanu Kedim Ipneal Tumor, take out the Kedim, the earthenware vessels which are going to become Tommy because of Tumas Oyel, take them out of the house, clear the house. Ve'echinu Kisir Echizkiyol Merach Yehudo Shebo, and prepare a chair, a throne for Chizkiyol, King of Yehudo, who's coming to accompany, to accompany me. Why Chizkiyol Merach Yehudo? It's not such a beautiful idea. He says, because Malchus is supposed to stay with, with, uh, with, uh, with Beisovit. But after Ram Gamliel was killed, with, uh, with uh, Harugi Malchus, Ram Gamliel was killed, his son was too young to take over uh, as, as Nasi. So Rabbi Yechonam and Zakai was appointed in his place. Rabbi Yechonam and Zakai wasn't from, uh, from Beisovit. He wasn't from Yehuda. So therefore, he says, that's why Chizkiyo is coming along to, as if to say that we've got no tightness on you. Even though you're not from, from uh, Beit Yehuda, we've got no tightness on you that you took over the mouth. And you could say the other way around, and possibly the Slav says this, I think possibly he says this, it's also as if to say, I'm handing back over the crown to Chizkiyo, I'm handing it back to Beit Yehuda. The one problem with this shot is still, but why Chizkiyo? Why Chizkiyo? Why not anyone else? Could have been Tzolvid Amela. Why Chizkiyol? So for this, we can say the other shot they give. Again, I think it's possibly, possibly the Enyakov. I can't remember who says this. Possibly the Enyakov. Is that because we have to understand they shared, they had something in common. And that was Chizkiyol, who made many Gedorim, made, um, made many Takonos, maybe many uh, Takonos for Kalali to protect the Torah. And Rabbi Yechonim and Zakat did the same. Yes, in, 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 uh, in uh, Rosh Hashanah. He made many, many tarkonas. And therefore, they shared this, this uh, certain, uh, this, uh, the idea of spreading Torah, they shared this, uh, this um, achievement. But we could say, and I think I, think I once saw this, I, I, I'm not sure where, but I think I may have once saw this, that's why he said Tanu Kedem as well. Because the one thing we know about Hishio was, he made the knowledge of Tum and Tahara, 
even the children, even the children knew, knew all the halakas of Tum and Tahara. They knew it inside out. And that's why he said, Panu Kenim and Pnei Atumah. Dafke Panu Kenim and Pnei because Chizkiyah and Melatiyah is coming. We want to protect the, the, the Tahara, something which Chizkiyah was uh, very big into to protect the Tahara of Kalisha by teaching them the halakas of Tum and Tahara. So therefore, Panu Kenim and Pnei there's the next Mishnah. On Chavchet from the base, the Mishnah, as we go into the wide line. Daman Gamliel Oimah. Daman Gamliel says, Bechad Yeh Vayom, every day, Mishal Adam Shemena Efrei, a person, Daman's 18 brachas. Rabbi Yeshua Oimah, Rabbi Yeshua says, Me'en Yudchet. A person can Daman, every day he can Daman, Me'en Yudchet, the shortened version of the 18 brachas. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, it depends. If the tefillah is fluent in his mouth, he davens fluently, then Mishpah Yudchas, he should daven 18 full brachas, and if not, if he's not fluent, he can daven a shortened version of the 18 brachas. So we've got three shetas here. Rabbi Gamliel says, you have to daven 18 brachas. Rabbi Eliezer says, sorry, Rabbi Shua says, no, you can always have an, a shorter version, and Rabbi Akiva says it depends. Rabbi Yezah, Rabbi Yezah says, Ha'eset tefilot se'kavah, ain't tefilot se'tachanunin. A person who makes his tefilot fixed, his tefilot will not be tachanunin. What does this mean? The Gemara is going to explain what it means tefilot se'kavah. That, one of the things the Gemara says, for example, it's like a muscle, it's like a burden. The Gon says that we say that Kodesh Baruch is Racham Mechanah. Racham Mechanah. He says Racham means when a person is in a time of trouble that Kodesh Baruch should have Racham him on him and help him out. Chanah means that a person is Marbev Tzvidah. He dumbs a lot. He beseeches the Rabbeinu Shalom a lot. Then the Rabbeinu Shalom answers. He says you may get Racham him if you make your Tzvidah say Kavah. If you're in trouble, you're in trouble. But you won't get Tachanunim. Because the philosophy of that means a person davens wherever he has to daven. So there's that, that sense of being mother of the is lacking there. Therefore there won't be any tachanunim. But we could also say, the Bible says, says a, a, a very similar sort of idea. And that is we have to understand that philo comprises two parts. There's something which I want to in the in the Torah way about. But the kids are, comprises two parts. There's the basic tefillah, which is to, just to speak to the Rabbeinu Shalom. The way the God puts it, There's a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah, I say to Dabba. That means just to relate to, 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 if you want, touch base, to say to the Rabbeinu Shalom, I know you're there, I know you're the one who runs the show. Three times a day for us, that is a basic tefillah. The idea of davening more, and spending longer on tefillah, and adding more bakoshes, that is to, if you want, hidot is to gain extra. To gain extra closeness to the Rebbeinah the way the Bonagam puts it, is to put extra bakoshes if you want extra, extra things. You want your certain things you want to ask about. That's the, 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 uh, the tachanunim. If a person makes his tefillah say kavah, it means my tefillah is, look, whatever I've got to do, I've got to do, that's it. But I don't feel anything more than that. The way the, the, uh, the Raman puts it is, this, this, this tefillah is not shkura befit. And I don't believe the Raman means to say, I think he says, if a person's got a speech impediment, I don't believe he means to illustrate a speech impediment because the Raman holds you for Talmud Belay. The Raman passes in the Gemara we had earlier that Hiro Kedibur Domi. It means the person lacks the emotional drive as he puts it, if a person comes back from a journey, he shouldn't daven. That, he says, how much extra you're going to daven, that depends on the person. How much you feel that, that, uh, and that's, I think, what it means here. Or is it tefillot tekevah? It's still, it's just a basic minimum in tefillot tekevah. You'll be makai in the midst of tefillah, yeah, sure. But the tekevah, those extra brownie points, which, if you want to say it like the Vilna Gaon, that your bakosha should be answered. Or if you want to say, like I said, philosophy tachanunim means that you get that extra closeness to the Benishleilam, that you won't get. That you won't get. I once heard from, from Rav Tzvi Kuschelevsky, he said, that is the tachanunim of philosophy. We think tachanunim of philosophy is to ask for everything we want, that's not the tachanunim of philosophy. 
Tachlis and Tzidah means to get close, close to the Rebbeinu Shleilam. And he says, you'll know if you've done it, because if you feel different after Tzidah, you feel a certain close to the same, then you know you've attained it. He says, it's a very, very difficult thing to attain, but that's what you're looking for. Ain't Tzidah to Tachanunim means, if you make your Tzidah Kavah, Ain't Tzidah to Tachanunim. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Ha'eleich bin Kaim Sakana, if a person's going in a Mokim Sakana, he's going in a dangerous area, Mishalab Tzidah Kitar, you should have in a special Tzidah Kitar, a special shortened Tzidah, Vahimani should say, in other words, he can't daven any sort of Shemun Esri there. Just daven this Tzvila Ketara. And the Maestro will see that's when he gets home, he has to daven, daven Shemun Esri. But he says like this, right? And he says, Hosha Hashem Esavacha, please Hashem, save your people, Hashem, you saw the remnants of Yisrael. The Chol Parosha Sal Ibor, the Gemara will explain a couple of shots later on, that um, at every crossroads in life, basically every time of trouble, but uh, again, as I said, the, the Gemara will touch up what Chol Parashah says exactly what it means. At every stage in, in, in life, Yehud Torchem Lefonecha, their needs should be set before you. Baruch Hashem Hashem Shemei Atzpilam. Hayarechem Alachamur. Last Halach in the Mishnah is the idea of where a person davens, uh, turns to davening. If a person was riding on a donkey, Yedeid V'Yispalel, and he needs to daven, he should stop the donkey and get down from the donkey and daven. The maniac alayed if he can't do so. He's too worried. He's worried about bandits along the road. He's worried the donkey may run off. So Yasir Tonov, if he's not going to be able to concentrate when he gets down, so what he should do is just sit on the donkey and turn his face towards Yerushalayim. The maniac alayed Tonov, if he can't even do that, perhaps he doesn't know where doesn't know where it is. See, Chavimetz Liboy, he should just direct his heart to Nege Beis Kotcha HaKadoshim. Direct his heart to the Kedosh HaKadoshim. Hayom Ahalich Vesfinev, he was going on a ship, over Asa, on a raft, Yichavimetz Liboy, can I get Beis Kotcha HaKadoshim. You can hardly stop the ship in the middle of the ocean. So what you do is, just direct your heart to the Kedosh HaKadoshim, Presumably, again, because you don't really know, you have no idea where Yerushalayim is, so you can't really turn your body to that side. So, just direct your heart to the Kodesh HaKadosh. Says the Gemara, Hani Yudchas Keneged Me. We've said that there's 18 brachas. Why 18 brachas? What, what do they correspond to? So, Omar Abhilel, Bereza Rabbi Shmuel Ban Achmeni. Rabbi Hillel, the son of Rabbi Shmuel Ban Achmeni, he said, Keneged Yudches Azkores, they correspond to the 18 times it says the name Yudke Vavke. Shomar Dovid, the Dovid said, Behovud Hashem Benei, Behovud Hashem Benei. In that Mizmah that we say, said more than, more than one Sever Shabbos, said just before the Chazodi, that one there, Mizmah the Dovid, Behovud Hashem Benei. That is, um, it's Keneged, if you take a look there, you'll find the name of Hashem 18 times there. And that is already, the, the Gemara Megillah says, if you go through it, you, they, they, that already corresponds to the others. You've already got the first three brachas, that's where it says, um, it says, how do you know you say the brachas of others? That's Hobbit Hashem and Elim, that's the first bracha. What does it say after that? Covered Vaoiz. If you go through it, you'll see the, you've got a mention of, of the next bracha, of Hamitim, and then um, you've got the, the Kod, uh, Kodesh there. So it's already got those first three brachas, therefore, the 18 brachas correspond to the 18 times it says the name of Hashem there. Rabbi Yosef, Omar Rabbi Yosef says, Keneged Yotchas Azkaris, Shabikri Hashemah. It's Keneged, the 18 times it mentions the name of Hashem. This is not Yotke Vavke, Lavdafi Yotke Vavke. In the first parasha, Shema Selu Vishorecho, it appears five times. The second parasha is another five times. And the last one is eight. So the Vilnagon said, I didn't actually, I checked out the first parasha, but that's, you'll find this 18 times there. Omar Rabbi Tanchum, Omar Rabbi Shua ben Levi. The last opinion is, Keneged Shemona Esrei Chod Yeshe It corresponds to the 18 um, parts of the, of the backbone, the vertebrae. I think last time they said, nowadays we don't know these 18 parts. But uh, like the ribs or even the, I don't know what you call them, the... Uh, 
You know what I mean? Here's the last way. Yeah, okay. So the 18, the 18 things on the, on the backbone. We'll see in a second because when a person does, you have to bend, bend down. There's a, a certain link there. That's what the, that's what the 18 brachas correspond to. So, Omar Rabbi Tamsom, Omar Rabbi Shah ben Another thing he says. Hamiz Palel, somebody who doesn't. Sorech sheyichra achi ispakaku kol chulye shebeshadjo. When he bows down, how far do you have to bow down? Linking back to what he just said, same idea. Until all those chulye shebeshadjo, all those vertebrae, they actually stick out. You know, when somebody bends down, you can see through the skin, you can see the, the sort of, there's, there's, like these bulges. That's how far you have to bow down. Ula Omar, Ula says, Ad Kadeshiyere, Esau Kanegel Libra, Achei Yeroi, I suppose, Esau Kanegel Libra, according to Rashi, it's Achei Yeroi, I suppose. Until an Esau could be seen in Kanegel Libra. And Rashi says what that means is, when a person bows, then his skin becomes less taut, so about the skin of the stomach, and there's like a fold there. Well, in fact, there's two folds. And in between the two folds, there's a certain, there's a, there's a gap there. Here you've got like a fold, a fold, and there's a gap of skin. Inside that gap, you've got it about enough that you can put an ether, it's a certain coin, inside that, uh, between those two folds. That's how far you have to bow. Others say that the, the God brings this. I'm not sure if it's the Rosh, I couldn't see it this morning because he says, I am the Rosh, but I'm not, is that, it's at Shiyire, Isa Kanegele, but that means you've got to bow down such that you could see on the floor an Esau if it was opposite your, opposite your heart. And the truth is, if, even if you just look down, you'll see it. So, I don't know exactly what that means, can I libo? But it's got to, you've got to be able to bow down. Maybe it means if you were to keep your head straight, you've got to bow down so that your head would be able to see it, as opposed to just looking down. Even though we learned earlier that when you bow, and if you remember the end of the, uh, at the end of the first time, you've got to bow your head as well. Rabbi Hanino, Omar Rabbi Hanino said, Kivin Shana once a person nods his head, he doesn't have to do anything more. That's enough. Oh my robot says, That's as long as he feels a little bit of tar. In other words, Umechzi commands the Koran and it looks like he's dying down. So in other words, that's not a license for anyone just to bow his head. It means somebody who's a khayla, somebody who's an old person. For them, they don't have to bow down and kill themselves over it. What it means is it's enough just to bend your head. Because the idea of bowing is a show, a show of... of uh, Feeling, feeling subordinate to the Rebbeinu Shalom. So if somebody who's older, somebody who's not feeling so well, that already is, is enough. Ask the Gemara, honey, Tami Sarei. You're saying there's 18 brachas. There's not 18 brachas here. Tish Sarei Avion, count up, you'll find there's 19 brachas in the Amida we say. So Omar Rabbi Devi says, Rabbi Devi, Birkas HaTzidukim B'yavne Seknua. The bracha of Tzidukim which the, many of the old Zephusas, they say, this has been censored, in other words, is, it should say Berkas Hamminim. The Gaon says this as well. It's Berkas Hamminim, not Tzedukim. Tzedukim believe in Teresh Bechsav. We're talking about here people who don't even believe in Teresh Bechsav. And there's a difference in, in Halakha, with what, what, whether you can uh, save them from a pit, when the Gemara talks about Meridin, and Beimanin, etc. He says there's no about Berkas Hamminim here. People who are absolute heretics. But anyway, whatever this bracha is, what we call Velam Al-Shinim, the Yavne Tiknua, they were mistaken it in Yavne. In other words, all the 18 brachas that we have them were, Ezra was mistaken them, and then later on they added in this 19th bracha. In Yavne they were mistaken it. Also, Gemara Kenegane Tiknua, so corresponding to what were they mistaken it? Corresponding to what? We've said that the 18 brachas, they correspond, three shittas, what they correspond, what, is, what was this 19th, 19th bracha? What does that correspond to? So Omar Rabbi Levi, so Rabbi Levi said, well, the Rabbi Hillel brave the Rabbi Shema Banachmeni. According to the first shetah, the 18th bracha corresponds to the 18 times that it says the name of Hashem in Hovul Hashem. It will be connected Kela Kovit Hirim. It will be connected the word, the name of Hashem, Kel. The 18 brachas were connected to the Yud That's why this one wasn't included. This is Kel. The 19th bracha is connected to Kela Kovit Hirim. The Rabbi Yosef, according to Rabbi Yosef, he said it's connected the 18 times, the 18 shamans of Hashem in Kriyashima. This will be connected Echot Shabbat Kriyashima. 
this will correspond to the words Echod and Kriyashima. The fact that Hashem is Echod, which is obviously part of what they challenge. They don't believe that Hashem is Echod, anything but it. So it corresponds to that. Out, out of interest, what, what, what number bracha is it? What is it? It's about number 10, isn't it? I'm just, I'm just saying it. Well, you've got Atal Chenein, Hashiveinu, Salachlonu, Reino, Repoeinu, Parichaleinu, Teka, Hashiva, Vedamal Shinim. Then you've got the first three, obviously. So it's number 12. Okay, it doesn't particularly help, which is fine. The Rabbi Tamchum, according to Rabbi Tamchum, Amar Rabbi Shab and Levi, it's Kenegat Chudel Ketano Shebeshadra. It corresponds to the, there's a very small um, vertebrae or whatever you, on the, on the, on the back row. There's a very small one right at the end there, that's the one that this corresponds to. So that was added in, as we said, that's how you get the 19th bracha. Tana Rabban has been taught in a brisa. Shimon Apokuli hissed Yitzchak's brachos. Shimon Apokuli Rashi says he was a a seller. He dealt in a cotton wool. That's what Apokuli means. That's why he's called Shimon Apokuli. In those days, they were they were known by their trade. Very often, they didn't have a surname. So Shimon Apokuli hissed Yitzchak's brachos. If near Rabban Gamliel, and I say there be Yavne. He set out the eighteen brachos to answer Rabban Gamliel, and I say there Yavne. Again, as we said, Ezra was mistaken it. Just he sort of uh, set it out in front of them. He made it well known. They say because in times gone by, before that chicken Esfakadeira did anything, a person could just dump whenever he wanted. You dump Rabbi Yehuda says, you have something to ask, you needed, you needed, uh, I don't know, you needed some money, so you dump Borechadeira. You dump whatever you wanted. I mean, in your own words, you said just a few words, that was enough. Then the chicken Esfakadeira, they came along and they were mistaken these, these, uh, these 18 brachas as, as we have it. There's actually, the, the, the Gaon brings from, from uh, um, um, a Medrashah Goda, actually al means Al-Seda Olam. These 18 brachas actually go back further than Ezra. They go all the way back, mostly to the obvious and that, those sort of generations. For example, it says when Avraham Avinu was, in the, the story with, with, with uh, Urukasim, when he was saved from, from the fire, the Malachim said, the bracha, the first bracha in Shemana Ezra. From the fire. When Yitzchak was saved from the Akedah, that he was saved through Tchiyafamitim, through the, the Tal, or whether he got his Nefesh back, whichever way he was, then the Malachim said, Mechayyamitim. When Yaakov Avinu got to, he said, Manera Amokram Azeh, and he came to Maria, the Malachim said, Asokodesh. Uh, let's see if, if, if we can remember a few more of them. With Yosef, when Yosef, he was shown that he, he knew that he was taught by Gabriel the seventy languages. One more than Parah, they said Atochene. With um, when Hashivina, Hashivina came in with Pelegesh Begiva, that was not not Pelegesh Begiva, sorry, Pelegesh of of um, with 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 Ruben, the Shuba, that's Hashivina. They said Hashivina. Slachlonu with Tzuyehuda with Tomah, that was Slachlonu. And he goes on through them one by one. Right, all the way through, some of them to do with God, some, I mean, some of them to do with Mitzrayim, and, and some of them again, they go back to the office again. A lot of them are around that sort of time in history. That's what they originally said. So he said, that's what it means. Uh, I'll say the means, I'll say the, say the I'm not sure if you, it doesn't seem he's trying to say this, but it could be that what, what we're saying is, Shimon Al-Fakuri came along and he actually arranged them in order. Because remember, if you follow that, they're not in the order we have it. Because some of the later prophets go back to Avram again, go back to, to the others. So he arranged it in the order that we have it. In front of Rabban Gamliel and Yafin. So Amalem, Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel said to them, the Chachomim said to the Chachomim, Kulum yish Adam she'edea l'sakim berikah sa tzidukim. Is there anyone here who knows how to be misakim the brachah of tzidukim? We have to understand that the brachah is the whole point. I think the, the more or less the, the Chidot says this in terms of berikah sa'nenin. In times gone by, they knew how to make a brachah. It wasn't just to be able to say the words, the kavonas which they had were more than kavonas arizal. But the Anshik and Esakadera thought the people didn't know how to have the kavonas. So what they did was, they said, here's the terminology of the bracha. You can be mechavim, whatever you want, it's all in those words. 
a little similar to what the, the Salaf was saying yesterday. You don't have to try and be Mechavim to all the spheres, whatever, if you're not, if you're not holding at such a level, you just be Mechavim in simple meaning. The Kavonis are automatically programmed into the word there. Same sort of thing. He says, look, is there anyone who knows how to be Mishakim Berkat HaSlikim? It's not an easy feat. So, Omar Shmuel HaKotam Vitikno. Shmuel HaKotam got up and he was Mishakim it. I think, I think some of the Mephoshites who had his Tafka Shmuel HaKotam, he was, he was called Shmuel HaKotam because of his humility. To be able to be Mishakim his prophet, he has to be humble. The Shona Acheres, the next year, Shokho. In other words, after the time he was dominating in the Omer, he was the Sheikh Tibur, and he forgot the Brocha. The Hishke Bosh Stein Mishal Yishoyes, I mean, they must have been very patient there. He was trying to remember it for two or three hours, if you translate it literally, top of Kaftes Amadadas. He was looking into the Brocha, he was struggling to remember the Brocha. They didn't remove him. Why didn't they remove him? Surely Rabbi Yoda says in the name of Rav, if a person makes a mistake in any of the brachos, so we don't remove him. Even though we've got a mission later on which is going to say if the person is tall, then you get somebody else to take his place. So the, the Rabbi Niyana says, yeah, but that doesn't mean you, it's just a shot. For the time, he doesn't know what, he doesn't, can't remember the brachos, so you get somebody else to take his place. So you can still be shleach tibur after that. If a person makes a bracha in, in a brachos at we're going to see in a second. The Vikas has to look at Malin and say, that's it, he's out. If he was your Shia Sibur, he's out. He's fire him, fire him from the job. So here you've got. Sorry? A Tzaduki is somebody who doesn't believe. He's getting confused. He's skipping out parts of it, we can't remember it. Oh, he stopped in the middle and couldn't remember how to continue. No, no, so that's, so that's, for the time being, what we're saying is, if a person gets stuck in that bracha, we're choshi, he's a, a tzeduki. He doesn't want to say the bracha. He's hoping maybe he'll be able to skip it out. You know, the, 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 you have to understand why. The, the, <coughs> the, the Rabbi Yona says, he says, what about Machayami? So we should say the same thing. They don't, they, they don't believe in Tchiyas HaMesim. So you say the same thing. If you get stuck in Tchiyas HaMesim, maybe it's a Tzaduki. He says, very simple. What, what's the answer? Even a min. I mean, even what? Oh, that's... Oh, that's, that, that, that's, that, that's his second answer. Well, I understand. He says, he says, we're talking about here, he says, the followers of, of, uh, of Yoshki. And he says, they, Yeshu as they, as they call him, <coughs> and they believe in, 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 in Tchiyas HaMesim, so it doesn't, they're quite happy to say it. But the first answer is even simpler than that. Oh, that's right. He says, if you want me to say it, I'll say it. To do it, the Vlam Hashinim curses them. That's what we said earlier, not them, but they're Maishim. That's why they don't want to say it. Mechaim I'll say it, I don't believe it, but I'll say whatever you want me to say. But that's why, if it's to be saying, if he makes a mistake in any other brachas that we can't wait for him all day, we have to get somebody else to take his place. But you don't remove him from his position. Whereas the Vikas has to look at Malinasa, he's out of there. I wouldn't have thought so. Don't Could be. So, Chayashinon, we are worried Shemamenu. Because if he gets stuck there, we're worried maybe he's a man. He's a heretic. So, why didn't they remove him? How could you allow him there for two or three hours? Answer the Gemara, Shani Shmuel HaKotan. Shmuel HaKotan is different. The Iyu Tikkunon, because he was Masakin it. He instituted the Baruch. He's not a man. I mean, if he was one who was Masakin, he's definitely not a man. Ask the Gemara, but why? Maybe we should be Chayashish, we should be worried. Maybe he's retracted. Yeah, when he was mistaking it, he wasn't a man. But now he's returned into a man. So, Omar Abaye, answer the Abaye, Gemire, we have a tradition. Tabo lehave bisho. Somebody who's good will not become bad. Somebody who's such a tzaddik, a shemana will not turn into such a rosh as a man. Ask him, oh, really? 
So no, that is, is that really the case? That wouldn't happen. The officer, but surely it writes in the pasuk. It writes in Yecheskel, "Ubashuv tzadik mitzvah kaseh." And when the tzadik turns back from his righteousness, the officer ovel, and he does a wrongdoing. So you see, a tzadik can become a rasha. Answer the Gemara: Who rasha meikor? That's talking about somebody who was originally a rasha. He was a rasha. He became a tzaddik. He can become a rasha again. Are we fine? Similar sort of thing we say, Gesha Surah It's ingrained in his psyche, it's inside him, so he can be drawn back to it. Abul Tzadik me Koralai. For somebody who's a tzaddik from birth, he won't become a bad person. Shmuel HaKhoz was a tzaddik from birth. Asmar Velai, he wouldn't become a, a rasha. But and I'm surely be blind to the Mishnah. Al Tamim Ba'atmukha Ad Yaimitcha, Mishnah and others. Do not believe in yourself until the day of your death. Shari Yechanan Kain Godel. Because Yechanan Kain Godel. Shemish Bekoina Gadeira. He was the Kain Godel for Shmainim Shana for 80 years. But if Asafin at the end of his life, Nasser Suzuki became a Suzuki. But somehow probably somebody must have been over 100. And he became a Suzuki at that point. I mean, I don't know which, which age he became Kain Godel, but he couldn't have been that young. Must be at least late 90s, in three figures possibly, and. Oh. So now, who are we talking about here? What is this Yochanan we're talking about here? So we have to understand there was, there's two Yochanan. There was the first Yochanan who was the father of Matis Yohu. Matis uh, yeah, in the, in the, the, the Hanukkah story, basically. Matis Yohu came God, but he was, he was the first one, and he was a tzaddik. There's no question that he was a tzaddik his whole life, a tremendous tzaddik. He then had a son, Matisyohu. Matisyohu had a son called Shimon. And then that Shimon has another one, another Yechonon. And that's the Yechonon we're talking about here. He was a Kengola for 80 years and then turned into a tzaddiki. Now he had a son called Yana. You're going to see in a second. He supposedly had a son called Yana. And that Yanai was a Rosha. Okay? That's what we have to know. So we learn, so, um, so we say, so, so, so we say, this Yechanan, he was a, a Golda for 80 years and then became a Tzaduki. So don't ever trust yourself. So Omar Abaye answers Abaye, Hu Yanai, Hu Yechanan. You've got it wrong. You have to understand that the, the, uh, the, um, the, 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 the Yochanan we're talking about here is the same person as Yanai. It's not his son. Yanai and Yochanan were one and the same. Now, Yanai was not a particularly uh, righteous person. He killed a lot of Chachmei Yisrael, the Gemara Kedushan relates. So, in other words, he was. Um, in fact, let's, uh, let's just go, go on a, a little bit first. Whereas Robo Omar, Robo says, Yanai the Chud, the Yochanan the Chud. Yanai was one person, and Yechon was another person. Yanai Roshan Eikore, Yanai was a Roshan right from the start, that was, he was the son. And the Yechonon Sadiq Meikore, and Yechonon was, he was the father, he was originally a Sadiq, for 80 years, and then became a Tzaduki. So says the Gemara, Hani Chal Abayi, so it's going to fit according to Abayi. According to Abayi, the Yechonon we're talking about here is Yanai. So in which case, we're talking about somebody who was a Roshan to start with, then became a tzaddik, so it's not, it's not, as we said, it's not impossible to become a rosha again. He must have really had quite an interesting life. He was a rosha, killed Chachmi Yisrael, so I don't know what age he became Kain Golos, then became Kain Golos for 80 years. Truth is, I suppose maybe it was the other side when he killed Chachmi Yisrael, but, and then he became a rosha again. After upon him, it's not, according to Bible, he another problem, because if Yochan is the same as Yanai, Yanai, we know he starts off as a rosha. No, no, so that's what I'm saying. At which point, it could be, it was, it was afterwards, when he became in Suzuki, you killed the Chachmei Yisrael. I'm not, I'm not sure which, which side it would have taken place. Yeah, it's highly unlikely it was after he killed the Chachmei uh, Yisrael. Sorry, after he killed the Chachmei Yisrael. So I'll compare him to the saying, that doesn't contradict. If you're saying he's the same, like a Bayi, Yochanan was Yanai, fine, he was a Rosh to start with. Interestingly, he was, then became a King Ola, because normally we see him pointing a shot 
A shliach simi, you don't appoint. The halacha is you don't appoint something that's got even bad rumors here and his youth, he did things which are wrong. Even though he's done for Shuvah. And here you've got appointed the Kain Godel. Something with a Rosh Amehikaro, he's appointed Kain Godel for 80 years. Interesting. But, okay. In which case, it wouldn't necessarily be a right. He was Kain Godel for 80 years. I suppose that he lived it out. He didn't die straight away. Okay. Yeah, and a Khanami could be because he was by Shane. Nope, maybe. But, okay. Because, because therefore we're saying it's not a question. We're trying to say, you know why Shmuel Akhotam were worried? He had, very nice he was Masaki in the Baruch, maybe he retracted, maybe he became a myth. So we're saying that doesn't happen. A, 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 a Tzadik doesn't become a Rosh. So we're saying, what do you mean a Tzadik doesn't become a Rosh? We've got proof that one does. He said, no, that's my son, he was a Rosh. Then became a Tzadik, he can become a Rosh again. But Shmuel Akhotam, he was a Tzadik from birth. So we're saying, but then what about Yechanan Kain Godot? So Bishlam and Afiyah Bayeh, that Yechanan is the same as Yanai. See, he was a star with, so we can understand why he turned into, into a Tzaduki, or a man after 80 years. That we can understand. But according to Rava, says the Gemara, and Rava, but according to Rava, Kashi got a problem. Because according to Rava, Yanai was one person, he was a son, he was a Rosha, Meikaro, and you got Yechanan. Yechanan was a Tzaduk, Meikaro. They're two different people. So how can it be that Yochanan, who was a Tzaddik, after 80 years became a Rosh? You're telling me that doesn't, that doesn't happen. So he says to Gemara, you know what? Omalaf Rav would say to you, you're right. Tzaddik me kore nami, even somebody who's a Tzaddik to Tzaddik, don't, but don't think just because you're a Tzaddik, you're protected. Dilma Hadab, even if it's a Tzaddik to start with, it could be he'll be chayt, he'll retract. See, Yohi, if so, I might ask you, why didn't they remove Shmuel HaKotam? So it says, Gemara, Shani Shmuel HaKotam, Shmuel HaKotam is different to Atzilba. Because he's already started the bracha. So Omar Rabbi Yudah, Omar Rab, Rabbi Yudah says the name of Rab, he came to Rabbi Shavu, and even some say it's Rabbi Shavu, and even he said this, Loishonu Elosh Lehitzilba. This halacha, that if somebody stumbles, he gets mixed up in the bracha of Balaam Al-Shinim, that we remove him, that's when he'd be able to start the bracha. So you can see he's obviously, he's hesitant, he doesn't want to start the bracha, he doesn't want to say the bracha. Then we already get a little, a little nervous, maybe he's a myth. But his chilbob, once he started it, presumably he's already said something derogatory about, the, about these people, then go him wrong. Leave him, help him out, or let him try and work it out, he can complete the brothel. We don't have to remove him. And Shmuel, as we can see, already started it. Oh, I mean, we don't see it, but it's chocolate, he got stuck in the middle. So they allowed him, they gave him time to try and work it out. So, so, somebody gave me, uh, Mr. Mr. Toprock gave, gave me yesterday, he wanted, he, sh- he showed me, uh, uh, the, the, um, Elia, Rebellia Lofia, named Eliyahu. He asked a question there. See, see what you make of, the, of this question. He said, it's just a general question. We say, Al-Tan and Al-Tichad, Yechalon Kengado, 80 years. They say, Quint Roba, he was at Satik Meikaroi, and then he turns into, Stabi doesn't have it, he becomes a Suzuki, he becomes a worse, a min. What about the Gemara? The Gemara says in Yuma, Islam is Kesson on the base, you want to check it out. It says that somebody, Kimon Shiyotu Rosh Shalaito Shalazam. But if a person has gone through the majority of his life without sinning, the Tzadik, Shuvayna Chaiti, he won't sin anymore. Everybody's a prophet for it. Shuvayna Chaiti. So after Rebellion, how does that time with this Gemara over here? You, you, you know what Rebellion says? That's right. That, that's that, that's 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 that, that, that's where Rebellion. says, no, a person eats properly, eats healthy. The Rambam says he, he'll, he'll have a healthy life. He's all right. But that's only when there's no makifah. He says when there's a makifah, the very air is filled with, it's, it's filled with bacteria, with germs. No one's protected there. He says, that of course, mitzvah the person if he's lived a healthy life, he hasn't sinned the majority of his life, he's he's assured. But if a person is living through a makifah, we have to appreciate that wherever the Yechon are living, he says the maskilim were strong at that time, the tzedukim, the minim were strong at that time. The very air permeated this. These bad Ashkofis, these, these dark minas, he says no one's protected. That's what he says. In my humble opinion, 
It, I mean, it's a beautiful idea, but it, that's not what the Gemara is saying in Yuma. First of all, what does it mean? When a person, the majority of his life has gone by without sinning. Do you honestly think that means he never sinned in his life? So who, who exactly are we talking about here? Who said it first? And if that's what it means, how do you know Yechonon never sinned? He's a Tzadik. It doesn't mean any time the Boris I'll show you how to it. That's not what it means. I really don't believe that's what it means. I'll prove it to you. Because the Gemara then goes on. What, what, what's, what's the, the Gemara's source is? It says, V'radli chasid of Yishma. HaKadosh Baruch will guard such a person. V'radli means the end of his life will be guarded. Hashem will look after him. And the Gemara then goes on with the Gemara you may be more familiar with, which is, if a person has been faced with a sin, once, and he passed the test, twice, and he passes the test, then V'radli chasid of Yishma. V'radli is an expression of V'radli, like time. Once he's passed it twice, HaKadosh Baruch will make sure he doesn't... So what's it talking about? Clearly we're not talking about he's never sinned. What it means is a specific sin. For example, a person who's been careful never to eat chazir. So once he was faced with the test, twice, HaKadosh Baruch will make sure you never stumble on, on, on eating chazir again. And the first member was saying the same thing. If a person's gone throughout the majority of his life, let's say 36 years, if it's a 70 year life, whatever you want to say, and he's been careful, never, he's never stumbled on that sin, on that sin, Viragri Chasid of Yishma, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Vagad, I mean, it fits beautifully into the words, because Shumei Nechaiti, we're talking about a shaykeke, if a person is being extra careful to make sure he doesn't stumble, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will guarantee that person, he will not stumble on that sin. It's beyond my control sometimes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make sure, even in Brahman and Islam, there's a, a butcher who's, as we've had in, in, you know, there have been such cases who's selling not, such meat, HaKadosh Baruch will make sure this person doesn't, doesn't uh, somehow the arrange he doesn't stumble on, on that. So if that's the case, it's not a kasha. For a few reasons. Number one, we're not talking about a specific sin. Number two, we're talking about chayke there. For all you know, it's not, it's not for us to judge. We say, I'll tell you the last We don't know. Uh, we say, I'll tell you, know, I'll tell you, 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 we're talking about here not a specific sin. We're talking about the whole Ashkof HaTachayimim. Yeah, there is, an, obviously there's a mitzvah on Eich HaShem and a Kef on Emunah HaShem is a mitzvah. Of course it is. But it could be that doesn't come under this. Just because a person is believing the Rabbani Shalom for his, the majority of his life, there's no guarantee. Our Torah Shalom is not shaming that person. When it comes to Emunah, Emunah is something which can fluctuate, you know, with, the, with, with, uh, with our monarch, with our Moshe, up and down, up and down. It's something which fluctuates. One day a person's got stronger Emunah, one day it goes weaker. That there's no guarantee. And that's what it means. Al Tamin Ba'atsafadiyam, I'm not saying I'm not trying to say on the word Emunah there, but Al Tamin Ba'atsafadiyam basically means don't just don't think because I've had such bitokhan throughout my life, I'm I'm fine. A person that can be the last moment in his life is faced with a challenge which he can't stand up to. That has nothing to do with the Gemara over there. The Gemara over there is talking about specific sense.